0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I'm joined today by Sarah McLean and Suzanne Burnett. Hello ladies. Hello. Hello. Hey Delaney. We are happy that you are back on the podcast this week. We are going to be talking about Unit 9, Session 2, And that is God used Samson. The scripture reference for this session is Judges 13 through 16. So thinking about the big idea of this session, we want to remember that we saw last week that the Israelites were in a habit of continually disobeying God and forgetting all he had done. And so as a consequence of their sin, God allowed the people of Israel to be ruled by their enemies. God cared for his people even in their disobedience, and he provided judges to help rescue them from their enemies. And one of the judges was named Samson. As we talk about this session, we'll see how God used Samson. We want to make sure that we highlight some activities that may need a little extra prep time or maybe have some additional instructions. And so teachers, this is real specific to the different leader guides that we have. And so we want to make sure that we spend some time each episode going through and highlighting some of those activities. Suzanne, if you will go ahead and share with our listeners about any activities in any of our preschool leader guides that you think would Be helpful for them to know as they prepare.
1: So in our younger preschool activities, there's one this week. It's called Choose Alive or Not Alive. And for this particular activity, um, we do want to note that there is a printable that goes along with it. And that you are going to need a living, non poisonous plant and a dead leaf for this activity. And the reason why you want to do a non poisonous plant is because, you know, with this age, they still can put things in their mouth, and that would not be good if they put something poisonous in their mouth. We want to keep all of our kids safe, so you'll want a non poisonous plant something like a fern or maybe an aloe plant. And then that dead leaf, that's something that you could find outside. Or maybe if you're like me and you have lots of dead plants in your house, you could bring that. And that's an even better visual for them to have for that activity. And um, For our older preschoolers, there is an activity called play with Play-Doh. And in that activity, they are using Play-Doh scissors and forming strands that look like hair. So it's also a good time to remind them that only a grown-up can cut hair because I know at that age, um, I definitely cut my hair. And so we want to remind them that only grown-ups should do that or the people that work at the salon do that. And with that Play-Doh activity, one thing that I really like to do is I like to get those party sized Play-Dohs, like the smaller ones. And then at the end of the session, they can take that home with them because with Play-Dohs, comes germs because kids will touch it and then touch their face and so play-doh can get really germy and so a good thing to do is to have that play-doh that they can send home if that's an issue and that's not something you can do then i would suggest making sure the kids sanitize their hands before and after they touch the play-doh
0: Right, and Suzanne appreciate you mention that. We won't ask for a show of hands of who has cut their hair whenever they were a child. I'm sure we could all give a testimony. If we haven't, maybe a child in your family or you know, we've all been there, right? So that's that's a great reminder. Okay, those are our preschool resources. Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about some activities in our kids' resources.
2: So for older kids There's an activity called Remember. That's one of the session starter activities. And this activity requires some extra prep, making two sets of 24 cards with the names of the 24 Old Testament books. And they're using these cards in order to play a matching game. However, to save some time on prep, If you remember, back in Unit 7, Session 3, we had a game that we played where we made these Bible Book Balls. And so instead of making two sets of these 24 Old Testament books, you could use, for one of your sets, use those Bible Book Balls to kind of help save on prep time. For kids' worship, there is an additional activity that's listed in the Leader Guide. And for this activity, for younger kids, you could print the phrases of the key passage on address labels and have them stick those on paper strips instead of having the kids write them out. So if you might have some kids that struggle a little bit with writing or maybe you even just wanna save time on the activity, having these address labels with the phrases on them already printed is another option for you to use. And then for kids midweek, for the love option, there is an activity called annotate the model prayer. Now because the kids are going to be annotating this and writing on it, we want to make sure that you print the prayer in a large font so that the kids have space to mark it up. So if it's really tiny, they're not going to be able to, to draw on it and annotate. So just make sure that that font is, is large enough to where the kids can write on top of that.
0: Great. Thank you very much, Sarah. And as you were saying that first activity about the remember, immediately in my head, I was like, I remember you talking about the activity back in Unit 7 because we mentioned how that would be a great game to keep on hand. So if you needed a time filler activity or something like that, that that was always one that would be great to keep on hand.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things like that where you're making something for one unit, but you never know you could use it in another unit later, or it just might be, like you said, a good kind of opening activity as the kids are arriving to kind of keep them occupied and engaged and still learning about the Bible. So yeah, if there's space in your room to save different things like that, that you've already made on hand and have them on hand, then that would be a, just a great resource to, to keep handy. Good word.
0: Good word. Now we want to move to the part of our episode where we talk about what it is in the session that excites us, maybe also what stands out to us about the session. So it could be a particular activity. It could also be something that we want to make sure that we focus on for the children, remind the children, or just even see what the big idea, how to help re-emphasize that. And so why don't we talk about that right now?
2: yeah you know delany samson he's one of those characters in the bible that i think kids can really become interested in and get excited about it's kind of like daniel in the lion's den and david and goliath you know there's kind of these epic stories that take place and these people that almost seem larger than life in some ways so i think kids can really get excited about the story of samson and how he was strong and was able to defeat so many people in battle and you know of course he did this all with god's help And while those are great things to focus on and to see how God used him, I also think it's just really important that kids take away the truth that Samson ultimately is supposed to be pointing to our Savior Jesus and you know Jesus will never fail us. Unfortunately, we see that Samson, he does fail, right? He falls into sin, his hair is cut, and he he doesn't live up to the expectation that we hope he does. God is still able to use him and he helps Israel, but at the same time, he is not the ultimate savior. Jesus Christ is. And so, I hope that kids come away with this knowing that Jesus is not only able to defeat sin by his death and resurrection, but he's also able to help us overcome temptation every day so that we can put to death sin in our own lives. You know, Jesus, his, his power lives in us through the Holy Spirit so that we can say no to temptation and live for him and glorify him by what we say and what we do.
1: Yeah, I agree, Sarah. And this is definitely one of those stories when I think back on my childhood, like the top, you think of like the top 10 stories that you remember and Samson is definitely one of those ones that's way up there just because he's strong and just, just the thought of him is absolutely amazing. And I think for kids and preschoolers, what we want them to remember is that his hair was not magic. Like it wasn't like some super power that he got from his hair, that it was definitely God that gave him that power.
0: Yeah, that's great. You know, as I think about Suzanne, you mentioning about the hair and all, I think it is easy, especially for our preschoolers, to get focused on the hair. And as our teachers, as you look through the leader guides, as you're preparing, you will notice activities talking about hair. It's that connection point to the story. We need to make sure as teachers that the boys and girls are learning more than just about Samson's hair. They're going to hear about that, but we want to make sure our focus is more like both of you said about it. it's pointing to Christ. And so something else that we can remind them is that Samson called out to God after his hair been cut towards the end of this story. He called out to God to have his strength back. So God used Samson's strength to help save the Israelites from the Philistines. And so I think those are some things that we can pull out to help Boys and girls understand the story. And like I said, also make sure that our kids are learning more than just Samson's hair. And like you said, Suzanne, that it's not magic. It wasn't that. It was that God had blessed him. God had given him that strength. And like you said, also Sarah, just about the fact that Jesus will never fail us. And that is such an important truth and promise that boys and girls learn. This has been a great time of discussion about this session. We're looking forward to it and looking forward to hearing how God uses it as listeners as you teach these boys and girls each week. And so we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And we hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids and preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.